level up your hunting game and join the cause. Help preserve small town Texas hunting culture and become a more successful hunter by learning the best ways to squeeze the most out of your budget and precious time out in the field. Welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Here are your resident bandits, Richard Kinchlow and Jimmy Byrne. finished off our uh, the pot of chili I made yesterday tonight. Yeah. Yes. And, it, oh. and it's come constantly like, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I'm, I'm, I'm like sitting like this. like. <laughs> Last night, I got to send you all the recipe, actually. Last night we had, here are all the ingredients. It's tortellini, a block of cream cheese, uh, spinach, just leaf spinach, uh, raw spinach. Um Italian style uh, uh, tomatoes. Uh, oh, and, and uh, Italian sausage. And you basically cook everything and then you use some chicken broth and you put it all together and simmers it. Well, you got that block of cream cheese in there. So it makes it kind of creamy. What's we it? were literally in bed. <laughs> we're in bed and, and Julie screamed, Garbage! Don't do it again! I mean, scream. <laughs> And, and of course, the whole night, like, you're like, trying to watch TV. The finally said, Joel, I have to. I cannot stop. And so, literally, I had to, I, I have my own sheet in our bed because I always steal hers. So, for a hundred, since we've been married, I have my own sheet. So, I cover up in that, cover up in the blanket. And they're just, she's like, incredible. Incredible. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I don't know to this. I, I still don't know what it was. I, I swear to God, it's just her and laying down that bed. It's unbelievable. The spinach might maybe. <laughs> oh God! Oh, I ate so much spinach. My teeth. You're, I don't know if you eat a lot. Of spinach. Oh yeah, it's Iron. Like, it, yeah, like you, know, you have the metal in your mouth. Oh, it's gritty. Oh God! But I, I can't help with a lot of it. Oh, I can't stand that. <laughs> yeah. She was not a happy camper. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah. Yep. Well, well uh, should we should we keep that story in the beginning of this episode? Bleep out, of course. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be would be hilarious. Well, we are recording, so uh, oh, perfect. Howdy, everybody! Welcome to the Feedback Podcast. <laughs> Jimmy here, uh, laughing at old poor bandit stories. What's uh, what's going on? Yeah, well, I got into a little, uh, I got into a little gaseous food last night and was sounding off, and the old lady did not like it. <laughs> Made for a good chuckle for me. It is amazing how, you know, like when I when I need the firepower, I don't have it. You know, oh, yeah. when I don't need the firepower, it's here. It's it's unbelievable. Have you ever, have you ever been where you know you're nothing all day, nothing. Yeah. And the second you walk in and you're in the presence of your wife. It's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. She doesn't believe me when I, when I, I say, I, I'm, I promise you, I, this is the first time. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, that, that's exactly it. And I, I, I think it's proof that, that God's got a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, oh, God, it's incredible. I say, if you just laugh, it'd be better. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, of course, she's screaming. I'm like, and I'm like, well, all the other wives, they they don't be screaming. She goes, well, I don't think they like it either. <laughs> well, no, man, I don't think so. Uh, like, oh, I love it. Doesn't necessarily scream. You just say, yeah, you're an idiot. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, jeez. Got to laugh during these th- during these times. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But you know, we're talking about. Here's a good segue. We're talking about something that what we were just saying is we wish or always hope if it was a guy's only trip. You know, especially yeah. now it's hunting season. You know, you're in a hunting yep. or whatever with with the guys. You know. It's, oh yeah. It's always good to have some uh, something funny to laugh at. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's when you purposely try to destroy your battles, <laughs> so you can make your 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 your. I would say your boyfriend, but your 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 dude friends miserable. Right. Especially if you're especially if you're hungover and hunting in the blind early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hey, speaking of hunting, yes. What were we, <laughs> we going to talk about tonight? Oh yeah, we're getting almost to. Uh, uh, I guess when this episode airs, yeah. it'll be the Thursday right before opening day rifle season yep. in Texas. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is going to be a glorious weekend for a lot of uh, a lot of our fellow Texans and a bad weekend for the deer. <laughs> <laughs> Typically how it goes. But yeah, now uh, opening weekend of rifle season, eerily similar to the you know, opening weekend of dove season, I, I think. I will go on a limb and say that, you know, rifle opening weekend of Texas rifle season is probably a little bit more celebrated just because of, you know, colder weather and the fires and, you know, I think a lot more people, as we, we said before, a lot more people deer hunt and they do dove hunt. But uh, we thought it would be fun to, to talk a little bit about opening weekend and, and, um, and what makes it special to us and, and, and maybe some memories. And kind of segueing after that, we'll talk a little bit about um, you know, the, the fact is there'll be a lot of people out there that are going to shoot their first deer this weekend whether it be here next weekend. Right? Well, actually it would be this weekend. If we're, yeah. We're fast forward the time. Right. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're going to talk about kind of our first deer experiences. Cause that's, uh, you know, that's something you'll never forget, you know, especially if you're a long time hunter, like we are. So yeah. So opening weekend, yeah. opening weekend, of rifle season, Jimbo, what does it mean to you? Well, I mean, it, I think number one, it's really kind of a, uh, well, I'll, I'll touch on kind of what you said, you know, it's, it's kind of like opening weekend of dove season, but it's a little, it's, it's different in, in the sense, it's the same in the sense of, it feels like it's always a weekend that brings all like friends, old friends together, and maybe people that from out of town they haven't seen for a while, but y'all have the same kind of thing drawing you in together to to spend a good weekend and you know laugh camaraderie this that and the other and but also you know it's it's like there's just something about i don't know with deer you know a deer is a, and this is obvious i think you know i mean i think i know a deer is a big animal versus right. dove. Yep. <laughs> you know dove are fun to shoot but a deer is something different you know that's it's, true uh, it's 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 something that, you know, you see walking around out there, you know, hundred and something odd pounds up to whatever, you know, and you know, it has a, had one or many mates at the time, probably little, little kids running around, you know, so there's some sort of ecosystem there and you feel something that's just all about it. And it's getting colder outside. (laughs) Just all these things that, come together to give it kind of an aura, I guess is what I'm trying to get. Uh, uh, like it just, said there. just a different 
feeling of like, uh, I don't know, not to be, you know, kind of fruity or whatever, but like you're more one with nature, I think. Oh, yeah. Once deer season arrives, you know, the winter's coming, uh, you know, you're having to typically, I mean, not all the time in Texas, you know, (laughs) put on jackets and warmer clothes and get out there and, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's not like dove where you more or less shoot whatever dove you see or you try to, you know, you're, you have to think more, you know, you have to, uh, you know, consider a lot of different factors when you're looking for deer or particular deer or uh let's say you're trying to manage the deer population where you are uh it's just kind of all those factors come together to where you know working with your friends and your buddies about you know helping each other out you know what you see what you know what you didn't uh you bring in your kids or whatever and Uh you know you're trying to teach them how to go about doing it rather than okay that's a dove shoot all those things, I guess, come together, like I said, to kind of just, it's, it changes things to where it's like it marks, to me, that marks more than anything, like, a, 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 you know, a new phase in, mm-hmm. in, in your life that year, more, mm-hmm. more or less, you know what I mean? Like, Dove is a signaling totally agree. of spring and summer and all that mm-hmm. stuff, whereas opening weekend of deer season is like, okay, this is now the beginning of a, a great time of year. Yep. best time of year <laughs> oh yeah no no doubt uh, I, I don't know if that made any sense but it's like uh, no no it, it absolutely does it's yeah you know there, there is a strain there is an aura about it you know yeah I, I i'd say for me um god i've been doing it for for so long but you know but the, but opening weekends is kind of funny opening weekends are i'm not going to say a relatively new thing for me but uh, they are definitely, um, uh, they were definitely something that, that I wasn't always invited to, you know, growing up and uh, hunting in Menard, Texas and Throckmorton, Texas, you know, the kids, okay, were not allowed to come opening weekend. It was just the dads, you know, and, and of course you'd hear all the stories. So, you know, getting an invite to opening weekend, that was a big deal, you know, and, and we didn't get, an inv- I did not get an invite to opening weekend in Throckmorton or even on our Shackleford place. Um, uh, until I was in college, you know, and I remember thinking, wow, like this is, this is big, you know, you've, you've made it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I've absolutely, yeah, it's like being at the adults table at Thanksgiving. You know? like, hey, all right. Stepping up, you, know? you know what I, the similar thing that I felt was, uh, and this was not a couple of years ago, only because I hadn't been around uh, a lot of country club swimming pools a lot, mm-hmm. but when we got our, uh, uh, our membership to the club we were members of for just a little bit. It was the first time that I ever went swimming in the adult pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, right. you know what I mean? Like it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was always like kind of off limits and, yeah. and I yeah. never got really went back to that type of those type of pools once I kind of sure, sure. stuff like that. So I never really yeah. thought about it, but then the, the first time I got in, it took me back to like, yeah, man, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. We couldn't get I've stepped that. up in the world. <laughs> yeah. that's, funny. that's funny. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, for me, it was, it was you know, not really being able, able to participate in that. Now, of course, when Rancho Bandito came around, it, it was completely different. And, and just like you, you know, I think, you know, dove season is kind of the, the symbolic opening of hunting season. And, you know, you got obviously hunting and, and all the football yeah, but you don't have the cooler weather, you know. So, so really, the deer season piece with the cooler weather, 
and like you said, you know, the jackets and, and hanging out by the fire and telling stories that, that is, I, I think what, what, what's really, really great about, um, you know, about deer season. You know, the other thing is, and I think you nailed it and we're not taking anything away from dove, but you know, the fact of the matter is you can go out there and kill 15 dove a piece you know, whereas, you know, in on a normal hunting situation, you can only have one or two deer, you know, and there's, uh, and it's not easy and there's preparation and there's practice, you know, moreover, you've got to be, you know, you've got to be quiet and stealthy for the most part, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there's just a lot more, you know, things that, that go into, you know, having a successful hunt. And if you're able to do it, it's just kind of like the boom, you know, even now still when I drop a deer, I mean, there's just this, this rush, you know, uh, appreciation for the animal, of course, but also like, man, I did it. And of course I've, I've killed bazillions of deer, you know? So, um, so I, I think all of that kind of, you know, really, really kind of, uh, builds up and that's what, that's what makes it so cool. But I also agree with your, your thoughts of, you know, people coming from different parts of the state and, you know, and, and, and telling stories, you know, I, I remember fondly, fondly as a kid in Throckmorton, we had a um, um, we had a, a porch, and of course, there was a, just a dirt porch, and it had an old steel, an old corrugated steel roof, and right in the right in the kind of the outside of it, just facing out into the just pure blackness of, of the northwest Texas night, you know, there there was uh, there's this big pot belly stove, you know, and so we would all gather around that, we'd light a big uh, mesquite fire in there and, and we would just tell stories, you know, or we wouldn't, you know, me and, and, and my, um, like my colleagues, the kids, other kids, we just sit around and listen for hours, and hours and hours. Uh, and it was absolutely fascinating, you know, and just listen to different deer stories. And it was, it was unbelievable. <laughs> I, I still remember some of those stories, you know, to date. Um, and so, man, and that's, those were kind of, you know, those were at all deer camps or uh, excuse me, at all times during the year at deer camp. But, you know, it seems like you always, uh, the best storytelling was done, you know, kind of that opening weekend. So, um, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a real magical, magical time of year. Um, and uh, it's a tradition for sure. I mean, it's, Oh, it is. It is definitely. It's, it's opening weekend right it's it is opening weekend it is opening weekend and you know it's a damn shame that there's some world like the people who invented gymnastics who uh don't yeah that don't uh that don't Don't take opening weekend into consideration so you know maybe they instead of holding a five-year-old's gymnastic presentation on saturday first weekend (laughs) of saturday you know, like it's currently happening to me, uh, you know, may, maybe they just don't do it, you know, or they right. do some virtual, but <laughs> virtual. yeah. And yeah. And so, yeah, I, um, yeah, bad news. I'm going to be missing. It's been only my mm. second opening day to miss. Uh, one time I was in California and I was looking for multiple ways to kill myself, but <laughs> couldn't. Uh, I couldn't get out the window. The sheets wouldn't hold me. And right. so, uh, yeah. Cause those are the, Sheets, uh, you know, thick enough to hold you, probably. Yeah, like, to hold my weight, right. Just uh, paper sheets there, so it's uh, exactly. Well, and the other thing, recyclable is, or something. You know. Yeah, there's there's no concrete below because it's all foliage, all natural. Right, right. So I, I, I would have lived, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, okay. So, so kind of moving on, you know, uh, there's going to be a a lot of people. Um, 
probably more than most. I, you know, I'm not going to say most than more than uh, you know more mo, more than most years. Thank you. Wow. But uh, you know they're talking about hunting license numbers being up for 2020, which is great. And of course, they're contributing some of that to COVID. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but now how would know, they, how they is, make that connection? I, I, I don't know. It's the government. It's the government. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, there are going to be a lot of first-time hunters, whether they're male, female, kid, wherever it's going to be. But there's going to be some some first deer shot. You know, there next mm-hmm. weekend or th- this weekend, I should say. Um, there are going to be some, you know, some new hunting careers that have started here, and it's it's a really symbolic. And I remember my first deer. Uh, like it, like it was yesterday, you know. And I, I know you probably remember yours. So uh, we thought it'd be kind of fun. I don't think we've ever done it before, but to to share that uh, that open that uh, that first that first harvest, if you will. Um, yeah, you know, with everybody. I wonder yeah. if that might have been why I have a love for spice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. You know. Truly, my the the most the thing I remember the most was thinking or kind of worrying how nervous I would be. Yeah. When it when the time came. Right. But then after the time happened, thinking back, like, wow, it, it, it felt like it was maybe my adrenaline. You know, they say I guess your adrenaline is what causes your book fever. Right? <sighs> I mean, like your blood, uh, yeah. your pumping, and all that stuff. Yeah. For whatever reason, I remember when I actually did it and I took that shot. And this is how I am still to this day. Like, I get a little bit, you know, a little bit like my heart uh, picks up a little bit. But it's not until I pull the trigger and then I see that animal on the ground. And then really? I'm like, that's when I have the buck fever. Oh, no. I didn't. <laughs> it's like after. Yeah. Wow. But that's, I remember that surprising me at that time because, you know, you'd always hear about all this, mm-hmm. right? You know, me. Like, hey, yeah. <laughs> oh, awful. Oh, yeah. yeah. God. God, you, you would think I, 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 I shooting a, a Yeti, which, you know, man, it, it is unbelievable how, how, how I get the fever. God, still to this day. <laughs> but I remember like, uh, I, I remember that I surprised myself that I did, that it kind of didn't happen. You know, because maybe because I was so focused, and I was like, I was like, please just do it on the first, like you know, right. have a shot and have it, right. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that was just because, you know, after, I guess I sat for maybe was it two years, uh, in blinds before I actually actually shot a deer. No, I I, 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 year, I don't know. No, I I thought maybe one. Yeah, maybe one. I guess maybe one. But you know, seeing seeing y'all shoot and everything like that, and you know, I sat with you where you shot, and yeah. You sh- you were with me when I shot my first, if you remember. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was just you know, it, and to this, like I said, to this day, that's kind of how it happens for me. But I remember, and then once I got that book fever after I shot, at right. the at the same time that I was freaking out, I had a, on the other shoulder like I had a sense of relief. Oh yeah. Like yeah. It, it, was, oh, yeah. it was like okay in a way it's like okay got that out of the way the first yeah. one now it's like okay like there's oh, yeah. that that kind of weight on you so much yeah. anymore oh yeah it's yeah like, it's like you join the club kind of you know yeah yeah you had your first and 
Absolutely. I don't you know, that's just, that's kind of really, I mean, that's the main thing I kind of remember is really more how I felt than anything. Right. I think right. that, that kind of like, in a way, kind of clouded my even memory of the actual situation. It was more right. like the overall how I felt when I felt like, okay, I'm right. now, you know, as I said, so I'm now part of the tribe. You know? <laughs> exactly, right. <laughs> and that was really, yeah. you know, I had been dove hunting with you guys and all that stuff by that point. Mm-hmm. That, that mm-hmm. Yeah, know, that was kind of like the, the final, I don't know, right. initiation action or something. Right. Like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. No, I mean, it, as far as, you know, the, the pecking order is concerned on, on animals that, you know, yeah, the deer is kind of like the, the one, you know, it, it is the, the one. If you can do that and, you know, you're a good enough shot and have the confidence, that's, that's definitely a, uh, you know, that's a, that's a level up, you know, to the, to the, next, the next step. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and maybe, maybe for you, you know, you didn't have, you know, the initial fever that, that I mean, like what I get, you know, for example, maybe because you, you did it when you were a little bit older, you know, you you were able to kind of hold your emotions maybe a little bit more, you know, whereas me, uh, <laughs> oh my God. So my, my first year was November, 1992. So I was 12. Um, I had shot my, I had shot like two hogs when I was, I shot one when I was 10, I think, and one when I was 11. Um, and so that was kind of my warming up. And again, this is Throckmorton. We didn't have Rancho Bandito. So it wasn't like we could go down there every other weekend, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy uh, to, to think about it now, God, how spoiled we are to be able to, you know, kind of go when we want to per se. Um, yeah. And just for reference to folks out there, mine was after college, like right after yeah. college. So right. basically like 10 years, a little over, you know, right. in the age. So right. you're right. Maybe, I don't know. That's yeah. Yeah, and so well, I think also that I'm just a, I'm just a freaking emotional basket case. And I can cry <laughs> on contact. I mean, it's like alert, really. I, it, hey, I do now. Yeah, hey, oh, yeah. It, I yeah. think it maybe it's the, you know turning thirty nine forty or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I am. I am. I used to make fun of my dad because yeah. he would tear up in movies and things yeah. like. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, and now, I mean, it's the littlest thing in like a movie or something. Oh yeah. Especially if it's like a guy with his kids or whatever. Oh know, yeah, yeah. His little kid, you know, like. Jeb's age, or whatever. oh yeah, and you know, and it's a little emotional. Has the emotional music, you know? Yeah, I, I, I feel it, and I'm like, oh my god, what is wrong with me? Oh yeah, yeah, no, it's it's your breast milk coming in. That, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely right. it. Yeah, I mean, there, yeah, like I can't watch, you know, the Alamo because I, I just get too emotional. I can't watch Gods and Generals. Yeah, it just cause oh, I get yeah, it's awful, absolutely awful. I just cannot because I get so worked up. Yeah. And uh, anyway, that, that, just that, imagine that. if they hadn't mistaken Stone Lodge oh. Jackson for. Yeah, I know. God. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be in this predicament. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I tell you, my, my first deer, you know, again, we were, uh, it was kind of funny. And, and actually, one of my dear friend is going to be listening to this. So um, here it is, November 1992. And so one of my, uh, my lease mates, my, my father's best friend, his son, um, his son and I were, were, you know, are very close. And so when we would always go to the lease together, you know, we would always shoot bows together. We were, we were constantly on the move together, you know? And so when we became old enough to actually shoot deer and not just, you know, fiddle fart around the blind and freeze our ass off and sleep in owl crap, you know, those things that kids do <laughs> in, 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 in kind of Northwest Texas, 
Um, I, I'll, I'll never forget. I was in the shower. Okay, and this is I have a stupid memory for, for things that really don't count. I was in the shower uh, Sunday night, okay? And uh, my dad uh, you know, kind of knocks on my door. He's like, hey, just want to let you know, Eric, uh, Eric shot his first, shot his first buck. <laughs> I never forget just this wave of that mother. You're right. <laughs> just jealousy that, yeah. that just came over me. God, it was, of course, I was happy for him. But then I was like, you know, I hate him. Yeah. Like, I can't stand this guy. You know, just, just kidding. I'm saying all this because I know he's going to be yeah. listening. Um, the pressure's on you. Oh, I know it is. Oh, Gotta get God. out there. And of course. <laughs> yeah. You know, my tongue welled up with canker sores. I'm like, I'm freaking out here. I got to do this. Uh, and it was funny because uh, he actually shot the deer. And the deer had run and the deer had run a little bit. And I think they found it. Like, I think they found it Sunday morning. Um, you think he found it Sunday morning? It, it's actually it's a great picture, Erickson. So he shot it Saturday night, and they found it. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. And of course, this is before cell phones, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, I remember there's a great picture of Eric um, Craig again. How I remember this, he's wearing a Chicago Bulls hat, which I think is hysterical, <laughs> and uh, he's wearing his Canadian tuxedo. He's got a jean jacket on and blue jeans, which of course I had too, and he's holding this the seven point buck, beautiful deer. But you know you can look behind him; it's just pit clean. That <laughs> <The> guy <laughs> really? was just obliterated. Oh, it was, funny. Yeah, but it, it, it's a it's a it's an awesome picture. And I tell you what, we'll see if he can, we see if he can. Yeah. Um. So that was it, man. I mean, here this Sunday, I'm like, man, this who oh, man, this is this is it. I, I got to answer. You know, we were kind of like the U.S. and Russia. He was Russia, of course, and I was the good old United States. I ain't gonna let no. <laughs> I ain't gonna let no Ruski uh, right. get one up on me, right? Well, I'm pretty sure we've come to the to the root of your book fever here. Oh, that it, God, that may be it. It's all Eric. You hear me? You owe me. God, uh, good job. That's the reason why I'm fat. Yeah, that's, yeah, man. Anyway, I'll send you the bill, buddy. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So I, I think it was like that, and I remember saying to my dad when I got a shower, I'm like, okay, you know, when, when are we going? When are we going? You know, and. You know, again, one of those things we didn't go over the weekend. It was a drive and a trip, and oh God! And I, I never forget when it was my time to go. I was like, "Here we go, this is it, baby. Give me time, time, to, time, to, <laughs> time to get working here." You know, and I was ready to roll. And um, I remember Friday night struck out. And I, I don't. I'm, it's crazy. I don't remember where we were. Uh, actually, God, I do remember where we were. Oh my God, we were at a blind called Northwest. And Northwest was a blind that was, um, it was on the West Hill. Just beautiful. Jimmy, I I wish I could have shown you it. Just miles of country and just rolling hills. Gorgeous. And uh, we we used to corn this road. um, And then we had a feeder down here. I remember we had a a spike come out and uh, he kind of hopped on the road. And I remember I was shooting got six my grandfather's third got six which he had given me so it was a it was a really cool you know symbolic deal and of course it had a scope you know from 1920 on there <laughs> i think it was a negative five power right i remember why does it look farther when i look through oh yeah yeah <laughs> I'm like, God, what, really are we trying to be was this invented by deer you know i, I didn't know. Right. and so i remember trying to get the gun out and of course you know here i am um you know 12 years old tinkling in my britches i'm so nervous <laughs> You know, dad's probably got onion cigar and scotch breath, and I'm I'm having sensory issues, and 
the bottom line is the deer the deer won and he scampered off and i'm probably like poopy pants you know right. I'm probably thinking other things so right. uh yeah that was uh god that was friday night because remember we made it for the evening hunt saturday morning don't remember we struck out um saturday night uh this is when this is it this is the big to do and so we went more pressure want- so here, here's an added piece to the buck fever right it's like- oh yeah oh yeah pressure yeah right pressure. oh god well i'll tell you the other thing is i mean i, I well no no i could fit in the toilet i was gonna say you know when i got older and bigger you know, with that throck that potty at throckmorton you, you couldn't fit in there. i just hold my crap the whole weekend i'm taking field those miserables how is it, how are you gonna shoot with the full colon tell me that i don't know is that like what the uh the bumper dumper well yeah they didn't have that it wasn't cool to drive pickups but believe me, that we, we wore that thing out. Anyway, so so Saturday night rolls around, Saturday evening rolls around, and dad goes, Where do you want to go? And, and and we had had we had two properties. They were connected to each other. We had the old property and we called the new property. And uh, I know original. And we have one blind uh, on the new property called Four Way. And it was we we're talking to Joseph about yep. it, one of our yeah. listeners. And four-way was a blind uh, where it was literally four ways. The blind was uh, situated right in the middle of the road, okay? And you could see four different directions, okay? So you had to have your head on a swivel. And we had a feeder kind of down here, and there was a tank kind of behind it. So it was a really good spot. Um, You know, the problem is, again, you had to have your head on a swivel. It was the thickest mesquite country. God, it reminded me a lot of kind of like in South Texas, you know, where you can't see past the road so if a deer doesn't come out the road you're, you're screwed so god i, I can still remember I, I can actually take you there which is which is crazy and it's been so long but uh, i remember you know the fear went off and nothing showed up and then and all of a sudden here comes this here comes a spike and my dad i remember my dad saying okay this is this is it you know this is time you know i'm like oh this sucks. I don't want to do this. You know? <laughs> and uh, I, I remember, I, 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 I don't, rem- I can't remember if I was in my dad's lap or not, because those, the, those blinds were not meant for kids. And even though I was a little taller than the average bear, uh, still don't think it was, it was, it was meant for them. So maybe I was, and I had the gun out the window. And of course, boy, that j- just when my dad said, okay, you know, here he is. Look, let's do oh, this. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I could feel my body about to explode my heart. It was unbelievable. Uh, and, and I get up there and of course, you know, I'm, I'm trying to squeeze down this I'm a little spike. I'm like a freaking jackrabbit. I mean, when I say spikes, I mean, let's put it this way. If somebody shot this actually about like that, somebody shot this spike at Rancho Bandito right now, I would shoot him. He, <laughs> he may have been two inches, but you know, it is what it is. And, and look at the, what, look what it did to me. I've been hooked ever since. So, you know, I got that big, you know, 160 grain nuzzler, 30-06. And I just, you know, basically, you know, typical shut the eyes and pull the trigger, you know, and you know, I just. <laughs> shut the eyes, print it, pull the trigger. Print. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Just hoping that this self-guided bullet finally. Right. And, uh, you know, boom, blew that deer down. I mean, I, I remember looking through the scope and seeing the deer. I can see the white of the belly just completely bloomed down. I'm like, oh, he did. <laughs> and I remember, I remember crying a little bit because I'm just yeah. like, man, it's just wow, you know. And, and dad was hugging me and et cetera, et cetera. Well, he's like, okay, let's give him a few minutes. 
and that that's I've learned I've learned so much from my dad. But he, the one thing he and still is kind of insistent on is you know just give it a few minutes. You know, you just you just never know, and, and, and yeah. it's just such valuable information. So uh, we go up. We uh, we gave it probably like ten, fifteen minutes, something of that nature. Uh, the other thing he taught me is, you know, dial your scope down. So we we're like at a nine. He dialed it down to like a two and uh, put another one in the chamber and, and the heat was going up there. So we uh, we walk up there and as we're rounding the corner, kind of, or not rounding the corner, as we're kind of coming up with the hill, we can see the feeder. We see my buck basically on his back, but still kind of moving his head. And you can yeah. see this, you know, you know, huge. It's it, it, it was it was a it would clip a lung, but it was more gut than lung. Um, <laughs> and it, and all of a sudden we look and we look behind my buck, who's down for a count, and uh, there's another buck, and he's got four points, and then this gnarled mass. I mean, literally yeah. like this. I mean, just like like it, I've never seen anything like awesome. it. Awesome. So of course, Dad's got a bull, and he's like, "Here we go!" And you plug your ears, I'm like, "Jesus Christ!" You know, I my ears. Dad fires; they both run off. Oh, so yours did got up and ran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, mine really? got up and ran. You know, because okay. it was a got six at ten yards. Any the dead would get up and run. Uh, yeah. So both of them ran off. Now I'm really freaking out. You know, and of course we had the ten thousand pound mag light, and you know, Dad's deer was a lung shot, and then he was right there, and I. I guess that that little sprint that my deer made was the last one, the last one he could make too. So he he killed over too. So uh, how far did he go? Like thirty yards. Yeah, thirty yards, and that was it. And he pumped out, and he was done. Uh, of course, the thirty got six on a jackrabbit. I mean, just just, just nothing left, you know, <laughs> as far as that. So you know, th- this was before hitch hauls were invented, right? And you know, my dad, I guess uh, I, I you know, time to think about. I don't know why we did this, but we had. We had that old 19, uh, 1989 Jeep Sahara, you know, and so we, <laughs> we, we, we put him in the back seat, you know, but really? we folded the seat up, uh-huh. and of course the gut shot there, so the whole, I'm like, <laughs> dad, dad's drinking his MGM, or his uh, MGD, you know, driving, I'm like, wah, wah, you know, trying to suck down a high Z as I'm dry heaving, and if it weren't for dad's cigar and, and the music, I mean, I'd probably have vomited everywhere, so... <laughs> Uh, but God, God, what, uh, what, what, what a relief and what a celebration. Um, and I, I remember that night, you know, dad was cleaning it for me and all that kind of stuff. So it's funny because, yeah, you know, what, what dad said now. to me, I oh. say to other people, I'm like, you know, you clean, you know, I'll, I'll clean the first couple for you. Then, then it's all you. Yeah. You know, and then that's kind of what happened. So, um, and now it's, you're cleaning his as well. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's safe to say that I have repaid him 10 times over when it comes to playing deer. Oh my God. But, but that's it, man. That was my first deer uh, as a young lad. And, and of course, you know, that really, that was kind of a gateway drug. You know, that was my marijuana. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, I mean, it was straight up Oxycontin, you know, <laughs> brushing my teeth with Coke deer hunting. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I was a killer. And so they, my official name became Richard the Cole Killing Kinchelo. Because uh, I would purposely, just like you, yeah. I would purposely, you know, and, 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 and the way it worked at, at, at our deer lease and a lot of deer leases is that, you know, you get a couple of bucks, a couple of does, whatever it may be. You know, but typically the dads, the, you know, the paying members are going to get their money's worth if they see a good, a good deer to shoot. So 
um you know i would only shoot some of the I, i'd shoot some coals and um god I've, I've got some beauty still got the antlers still got the pictures but that was that was kind of my thing so so you still have the uh the antlers or the skull of the first one i do absolutely nice. it's at my parents house and uh yeah it's at my parents house dad got me the little the little muff you know with the oh, yeah. okay. bikes and all that kind of stuff so yeah, but I got all the pictures there and everything. So I'll see if maybe I can dig it up. And uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so I slept good that night because I was emotionally drained. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you probably weren't drunk, not yet at least. Oh yeah, God yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Well, and so also that that's what started the the great competition between my my dear friend Eric, you know, and <laughs> it actually it got so. Of course, it was all fun, but. It got well, not really, but it it got so uh, it got so crazy sometimes that like both he and I, it's probably mainly me, you know, were because I'm just I'm I'm such an emotional little bi, you know what? Um, that you know I remember like we would struggle to sometimes like find deer to shoot. It's crazy, you know. So a lot of times we change it up. Eric would go with Dad, and I go with Mr. Anderson, uh, <laughs> and it was so funny because it was it was it, we changed it up and it worked. Yeah. You know, so I, I remember I blasted a couple of spikes, Mr. Anderson and, and Eric did great with that. It was crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. God, it was a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, the last, uh, the last time I shot a deer on a Sunday morning was with Mr. Anderson. Oh God, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. I remember, you know, in college we were really anti Sunday morning and then nothing to do with the Sabbath. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanting to sleep in, tired. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, exactly. But now we're kind of starting to buck that trend too. I mean, if, if we've had a great weekend, well, you know, it was always next week. But well, I've been getting up and, and well, so yeah, yeah. I mean, last year I, I got up a lot on Sunday morning. Of course, I went duck hunting, which is right. Mm. We will go there. <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait. I got up so ready. <laughs> I've been wearing that? out YouTube. You, you got that you probably got the email that one that i forwarded you about uh how they're talking about the new the uh, plethora of uh young ducks supposedly up north yeah 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 so, I don't know. yeah they had a pretty good they had a pretty good breeding season up there which you oh, know they they, they got to be careful because if they they you know they ducks unlimited gray organizations by the way delta waterfowl ducks unlimited they can't be too positive because people stop stop giving them money you know, it's kind of like the quail, the 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 bob white quail. Ah, they're boy, they're doing great. We're we're fine. We're fine. No, 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 no. They're always going to be having problems. Yeah, you that's know? the uh, that's the irony of organizations like that. Not not just right. maybe not them, you know, particularly, but just in yeah. general, you know, anything that needs your money to fix a crisis. Well, if the crisis goes away, then right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I don't would say they're they're. Uh, you know, nature's going to do what nature's going to do, right? Yeah. So at least they're there to to help. The oh, system. there's no doubt. Oh, my God. Never, you know, it, it'll always be something to do. You know, so. you know it, it'll be very interesting, speaking of nature and, and, and human intervention and whatnot. We were talking, I don't know when it was, a month or so ago. Uh, maybe it was, actually, it was me. I was talking about the early waterfowl article by that one of DU's uh, – wildlife guys talking about how one of the most the, the areas that's 
that needs to, needs help the most um, has been the Louisiana coast. And, of course, the Louisiana coast, unfortunately, has been the target of, like, 15 freaking hurricanes. And they got another one coming right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's it, 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 well. It'll probably it may be gone by the time people hear this. Right, oh, God. <laughs> idiot. Oh, yeah, this is, this is not a new one. This is not a new one. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, no, God, that's you're totally right. Yeah, but yeah, I'll, I'll be really curious. Yeah, Zeta. Was it Maria Theta? Something is Zeta. What was that? Mm, no, something like that. Yeah, yeah that's an old tech thing. Anyway, um. Or, or it was, yeah, yeah, but there was a, uh, but it's going to be really interesting, you know, with this huge front that we had, we through, you know, that, that literally, blew, I mean, God, what was Dallas damn near hit freezing and Lubbock, it was snowing, you know, it was crazy. Uh, I'd be curious to see, obviously we had a bunch of birds come down is what the whole point is. And I'm curious to see, you know, with the hurricane coming in, you know what? What's that? What's that going to do to all those migratory birds? Is that going to push them to the east, or is it going to push them down to Texas? I would think that they would probably hit, keep heading south and, and, and you know coming to Texas. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm not. You'll find out soon enough. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, Dad was giving. Surprisingly, Dad was actually giving me good scouting reports, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah." It was detailed too. He was like, "Yeah." There's uh, about 15 ducks on a lake, non-teal. I'm like, okay, well, that, that narrows it down. I mean, you know, so he's, he's getting good. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think that you're tiring, but uh, hey. No, right. Yeah. Because uh, uh, he's finally, after like 20 years of me saying, you see any ducks? You see any ducks? You see any ducks? You know, and like like you can look at the keypad, my phone, it's weared out. You know, you see any ducks? You see any ducks? So at the time, I wasn't looking. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, just just talking to uh, talking to old what's his face, talking about building a nineteenth uh, hole. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, let's not do that. Nineteenth <laughs> hole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Inside joke. So, so on that note, how, yeah. Hey, people, uh, all of y'all out there, send us the pictures of your harvest, please. Yes. Through, uh, through deer season, especially off this weekend. Mm-hmm. Opening weekend, you know, send us yeah. your yeah. and and especially especially first deer pictures. Oh yeah, you know, send them along. That'd be great. And, and if you're okay with it, we'd love to put it on our uh, Instagram. So let us know if you're okay. totally. Uh, what yeah. else? Uh, just you know, like I want to say every week. Thanks again for everyone yeah. who's listening out there, new or old listeners. We yep. really appreciate it. I uh, hope you you stick around. Uh, with what's going on and uh, last episode or last couple episodes I mentioned that we had uh, uh, feed bannock gear now available so if you're if you like the like the podcast and uh, you're willing to you know help us out support the show well go on to feedbandit.com check out bandit gear and services and one of the links in there was uh, to feed bandit gear or you go feedbandit.com slash bandit gear it'll take you right there and uh you can buy all manners of uh, logoed Feed Bandit merchandise. So the purchase of that would directly goes back to help supporting the show. So we would really, uh, really appreciate it. So there's some cool stuff out there. So mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I, 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 I'm partial to our 
the Feed Bandit logo and the brand. That's fantastic. Myself, so I think it's pretty. I love cool. it. So hopefully, other f- folks would uh, think that as well. Oh, agreed. <laughs> agreed. But uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, you got anything else? That's it. Be safe, man. Be be man. Oh my God, I'm, I'm so so politically incorrect. Be safe, humans. Uh, y'all be safe y'all y'all yeah y'all y'all, y'all be safe now you hear <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah just think safety man because it just takes one screw up to uh to jack it all up so yeah and it wouldn't sound like a dad even though i am a dad but just don't uh yeah have fun but yeah be safe thank you for that reminder dad and uh, everyone out there <laughs> everyone out there y'all have a uh, good luck this weekend uh let us know what happens and we'll talk to you on the next one take care Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit Podcast. If you like what we discuss on the show, be sure to sign up to our email list to get even more killer hunting ideas, tips, tricks, and exclusive deals on innovative hunting gear and services delivered straight to your inbox. Sign up over at FeedBandit.com or simply by texting the word BANDIT to 33777. See you on the next one. And remember, support your local feed store.